Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use code DNVR, new customers can make any $5 NBA pregame Moneyline bet this week and get $150 in free bets if your team wins. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome to the show, this Christmas Eve Eve edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Susie Hunter. We got you here producing this portion of the show. How are you doing? I'm good, and I am Patrick Lyons. <laughs> Patrick Lyons is not here because it's a Friday Susie show. He's not invited to these. Oh, it's pretty exclusive. I'm it's, lucky I'm even here on a Tuesday. very <laughs> exclusive. Um, listen, we are just going to keep it light and fun, this, this little pre-holiday show. This is the last show before Christmas. Hope you all got your shopping done. Um, I probably did not. This is pre-recorded. I don't want people thinking I'm working the Friday before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Susie would never do that. I would never. <laughs> what kind of peasant? <laughs> no, I worked so many holidays. <laughs> I worked so many holidays. I didn't, like, see my family for, like, five years during a holiday. Uh, like, I'll when pu- I worked in news. I'll make a poll after uh, when this goes live, and we'll see if people believe you or not. Do you believe Susie or not? Do you believe that I worked every holiday for several years? Your nickname is Susie the Sus Hunter. That is so rude. And to be rude to me, like, during the holiday season, what are we doing? I'm the Scrooge, man. All right, speaking of rude, um, the wave. So we, okay, our interview today Vic Vela of Colorado Public Radio. Um, he did a fantastic story this past season about the wave and like how people like it, their strategy going into it. It was just, it was absolutely fascinating. And it, it definitely got picked up all over the country too. Um, so yeah, that's a fun little show. We're talking to him today. Um, yeah, here, where do you stand on the wave? Whatever makes you happy, do it. If the wave makes you happy, I'm all for it. If the wave is coming at you at a game, do you participate? Yes. I'm I'm wow. born in a culture where you participate in crowd, uh, crowd events at sporting events. In so, Mexico, we have songs mm-hmm. that we all know and sing at sporting events. Okay, okay. So you follow the crowd. If the crowd were to go crazy and kill a man, would you do that? Do I get convicted? <laughs> yeah, you would. Then probably not. Conviction scares me more than the action. Are you, are you not paying attention to, like, all the January 6th stuff? 
Uh, I block out a lot you're of politics. Gonna, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> the biggest politics I follow are NFL, NBA, MLB, and sports. That's all I hit. I'm worried about you following crowd mentality, mob mentality, because I, I'm concerned that you'll get swept up in it like you get swept up in the wave. But for the most part, that's how I used to feel. And I said this, too, when I was talking to Vic. I was like, okay, when the pandemic was over and we could finally go back to sporting events, I felt like, you know, if you want to do the wave, do whatever makes you happy. You didn't get to go to a game for how many years? Go for it. But now I'm like, okay, like I'm over the wave again. And there's lots of reasons why maybe you should be against the wave. So anyway, we're going to talk to, we're going to hear from Vic Vela. Here we go. All right, joining the pod now is Vic Vela. He is a radio host and podcaster for Colorado Public Radio. Now, you do so much great work, and you're so, uh, you are so open about, you know, addiction struggles and recovery struggles, but you dove into a very important PSA this past baseball season on the wave. So yeah. what made you want to investigate this wave. Uh, thank, well, first of all, thanks for the intro. It's so good to be. I've always, I, I, I've always wanted to come join you. Um, I'm glad Long we were overdue. able to. Uh, I'm so glad we were able to make it happen. Yeah, it's you know I love I, I, I talking about addiction and recovery. That that is a piece of that is a huge piece of me, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm grateful to talk about it. But it's also nice to just kind of let your hair down a little bit if mm -hmm. I had any hair uh, to talk about <laughs> some more you know lighter side of life kind of things. Or at least I thought it was lighter side, you know. Oh, it, it, <laughs> you, you were mistaken. <laughs> you should have seen the look on Kyle Freeland's face when I talked, when I just said the word wave. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like I could have brought up politics, you know, Trump versus Biden, mm -hmm. abortion. It's like it probably would have gone down easier. But when you talk about the wave. Uh, to a wow. pitcher. To a pitcher. <laughs> Or to really any fan, because a lot of fans are divided too, mm -hmm. right? And so that's, you know, it's something that we've talked about in baseball for a long time now, in which there are very few, very few people who are in the middle. Mm -hmm. You are either pro-wave or anti-wave. I actually might be the only person oh in my the gosh. middle, because I'm pure <laughs> chaos. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. <laughs> Um, my okay, so my stance on the wave, we'll talk about your story in a second, okay. but now we're going to talk about why Let's I'm in the it. middle. Let's so I was always anti-wave, or I was for a really long time. Like, of course, I was probably pro-wave when I was a kid, because when you're a kid, you don't know any better. You're an idiot. Kids don't know anything, <laughs> and it's just a fun thing to do. Woo! Good times. But then um, I was anti-wave, but then the pandemic happened, and we had no sports, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then when sports came back, and you know, I was at these like empty ballparks, and like, you know, the few people who were there were doing the wave. I was like, let's just let people do what they want to do because sports were taken away from us for so long. But now, like in the couple of years since then, I've kind of uh, gone back to back to it. <laughs> I've, well, I've there back, are some yeah. people who have that diplomatic approach. What? Mm -hmm. Right. In which, you know, if, if you want to voice, you know, if you want to have some fun, have at it. Mm -hmm. I may not necessarily take part in it. But so diplomacy is something that is very welcome in this day and age. <laughs> I don't really see myself as diplomatic, though. <laughs> I'm trying to make you look good here. There's, it's a lost cause. <laughs> Allie's laughing over there. Like, you know, there's no like, making me look good. <laughs> well, it's, you know, when I, 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 I had some time and it's a great, it was a great summertime story. Yeah. And just with the, the news cycle that we're in, mm -hmm. where it's constant negativity and 
people hating on each other. It's like, let's just have some fun. And, and you know, it's fascinating to me how in, involved people get with this debate. When I talk to Kyle, and I love that. Who doesn't love Kyle? And, and he's, Oh, my gosh. Thank God. He's, he's a, good for Colorado, good for baseball. I mean, he's so good. Yeah. I mean, he's such a poster child for that organization in terms of being a positive local Rocky Mountain High uh, presence. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, he's not one to get too bent out of shape. Like yeah, he's very of, he's very steady. He's yeah, very solid. Yeah, and so when he just literally trashes <laughs> people who do the, I'm like, so I'm like Kyle, are you sure you want to go that far? Just like basically attacking fans for doing. I mean, I think he called it stupid. He or, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, you usually these athletes, as you know, Susie, you talk mm -hmm. to athletes every day, and they're fairly guarded. You know, yeah, were you like, Kyle, do you know that this is on the record? Do you know that I'm literally recording this right now? <laughs> you know, we're not in a bar right now, right? We're, there's literally a microphone yeah. in front of you. Uh, he, he didn't He didn't care. And then you have uh, Jenny Kavnar, God bless her. She's so great, mm -hmm. who, who does the, the, the a lot of uh, Rockies coverage. Yeah. Um, you know, and what she had to say about it. She's very much a purist, yes. a baseball purist. And baseball purists do not like seeing thousands of people throwing their arms up in the air mm -hmm. when it's the eighth inning in a tie game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? I love that you, um, oh my gosh, I love that you got so many great personalities in there. Like I re-listened to it this morning and I was like, oh, wait a second. Like what great like sound bites from Jenny Kavnar. And then of course, like uh, Thomas Harding was like nearby overhearing this interview <laughs> and it was like breaking his heart because he is just like this ball of fun and uh, loves the wave. Yeah, I had to put I had to put him in there. He was so funny. I, I please guys go to that story uh, and uh, check it out because it's really fun to listen to. Uh, and Thomas just you know uh, is such a lovable guy to begin with. So hearing what he has to say is great. Um, and look, you know, some people I get I get what the pro waivers have to say, right? Like it's the good pro for waivers. The, the, it's good for kids, right? Because. Yeah. If you're a parent, I don't know anything about being a parent, mm -hmm. uh, but if you're, I'd imagine if you're a parent, sometimes it could be tough taking your kids to the ballpark because their attention goes in a million different oh, ways, right? Of course. Something like that, I'm sure it'd be a good way for them to just keep focused and have fun, right? Mm -hmm. I understand that. Um, and let's face it, baseball is one of those sports. It's, there's, there is a dividing line between people who are purists. There's people who sit there and keep score at the ball game, mm -hmm. right? There's those folks. And then there's those folks who are just the casual, couldn't care less which teams are even on the field. Yeah. There's a lot of them at Coors Field sometimes so, in yep. that roof deck area. Oh, gosh. I, <laughs> but yeah, that's so I understand, like, if you're not really involved and you want to do something fun and throw your hands up in the air like you just don't care, like, it's, it's I, I totally get it. But I think I, I'm more on Jenny Kavnar's side in which it's not so much that I care that you do the wave or not. It's just you got to pick your placement. Mm -hmm. and, and, and folks just don't aren't very good at that. Like if you are if your pitcher is on the mound yeah. and it's a tie game late in the game, don't do that. Right. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is distract your own pitcher. No one reads the room anymore. <laughs> no. Nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> no one wants to read the room anymore. Let's take a little break now and talk about. Some of our favorite brands. Let's start right here at home. If you are not a diehard at DNVR, you 
are absolutely missing out because we've got watch parties nearly every day of the week at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax and York. Check the events page at thednvr.com for everything that we have going on because there's a lot going on in the new year too. So if you're not a diehard already, you are missing out on price breaks for Broncos tailgates. And now the Nuggets party bus too. That annual membership comes with a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com every year. Every year you're getting a new shirt. You're getting extra raffle tickets at all of the watch parties to win free gear and all access to our diehards only Discord. So you don't have to worry about politics or jerks. You can just chat with everyone in each little niche community in there. And if you're not a diehard already, don't fret. It is 50 cents for your first month at thednvr.com. And we always say, if you love DNVR, you are going to love Game Time. It is the hottest ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, shows, and more. So if you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, like the 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, I've been saying floor seats, Taylor Swift, Eras Tour, I don't know, but I think it's going to be possible with Game Time. So you can find those last-minute price drops on the seats you never thought you could buy. So if you're already eyeing up some Rocky tickets, maybe wait a little bit longer because you can save up to 60% when you wait closer to first pitch with game time. So the bottom line is if you love DNVR, you're going to love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join more than 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to your favorite events. Maybe your favorite event is an American Raptors game. If you don't know about the American Raptors, they are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team, and they are composed of athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports. They come from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field. These guys have all the necessary skills to excel at the game of rugby. And the best thing about hitting up an American Raptors game, they are free. You heard it absolutely free. So head over to AmericanRaptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. And if you can't make it to a game, AmericanRaptors.com will be streaming all of them from their website. So check it out. But wait, it gets even better. Our guy Colton Strickler has it all covered for you with the weekly DNVR Rugby podcast. So hit that subscribe button. Follow him, follow our DNVR Rugby account to keep up with the latest news, learn rugby from Colton's 101 Rugby podcasts, and he's got exclusive interviews with athletes and coaches. All of that and more at AmericanRaptors.com. Um, I loved, you talked to so many great fans in the stands, all kinds of fans at all different levels of fandom. <laughs> Um, there's this one guy I believe you talked to who said that his family does the wave at Thanksgiving Isn't dinner. Isn't that incredible? Is he in jail yet? <laughs> <laughs> he was, I just couldn't, my jaw literally was like, you know, down to the floor when I mm -hmm. talked to this guy and he was just, he, he said the wave has become such a part of his, of his, uh, livelihood or lifestyle that yeah, yeah, they do it in honor of a relative who is since deceased. Um, now I'm a jerk for making a joke about. <laughs> well, it's still funny to, to the, the fact that <laughs> picturing people in front of like turkey and stuffing and just doing. Don't distract the turkey. 
mean, Don't distract the turkey while it's on the mound. I mean, in one way, that's really touching. Yeah. And in another way, it's like, really? You know, it's, I would love to just pick. I would love to see it. I would love for them to set up a camera. I'd love to see a video of what that looks like. I would love to see it, too. They should tweet that out. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, the fact that um, you're paying homage to someone Look, if, if something that, that you do that's a form of entertainment brings back really good memories mm -hmm. of someone who you love, uh, a family member or whatever, that's a really beautiful thing. I don't care how, you know, trivial it may seem, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but it is funny picturing a bunch of people on Thanksgiving doing, <laughs> doing the way for no reason in their, in their living room. Um, you know, so so there is that side that 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 the wave is so meaningful that they'll do it um, on a holiday, even outside the baseball bar, ballpark. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, and there are people who just like are. are I talked to this other gentleman from Florida who was visiting as part of the story. You may have heard that. Mm -hmm. Who said, you know, to the pro to the anti waivers, you know, stop being a bunch of crybabies. <laughs> it's baseball. You're supposed to have fun. Who cares? And you know. I didn't use this in the story, but they literally said these athletes make millions of dollars a year. Oh. You're really going to hate on fans doing the wave, right? Wow. I mean, is he wrong? I don't, but I mean, I don't go to other people's jobs <laughs> and like wave my arms all around, you know? Like, what if I was like, you know, standing behind your producer? Colorado Public Radio just flinging my arms all over the place. I would place. actually love that. That, that would be <laughs> that, that would just be terrific. I just, so that way I could just during a newscast I could just laugh for two minutes straight and not once give the news. You know, be the most the most bizarre newscast in in public radio history. I, I think that uh, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point, right? And he and while pitchers like Kyle Freeland do make good money compared to everyday folks. They also have a really hard job. They have a very high pressure job. Yeah. Like I don't have thousands of people watching me <laughs> do this. <laughs> I don't know what you thought our viewership was, but it's uh, it's not going to be tens of thousands of people <laughs> tuning into this. <laughs> I mean, but you, it's not just that you're live in front of so many people. It's that you are facing the best baseball players on the planet mm -hmm. every time. Yeah. Even a guy who who is uh, in the eighth hole in the eighth uh, uh, placement of the batting order. Mm -hmm is still better than most, the vast majority of baseball players around the world, Yeah. right? Even though they may be only hitting like 220 or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's, it's a tough job, you know? When, you know, when you do something three out of 10 times in life, it's usually not a very good thing. But when you hit a baseball three times out of 10, oh, that's, huge. that's an exceptional batting average. Yeah. <laughs> And, and people like Kyle Freeland have to go out and face these guys um, every every inning, every yeah. day. So, and especially if you're the home. Now, if, if Kyle Freeland is your opposing, if you're rooting for the other team, I understand. Right? Yeah. You, you, you got to mess him up. You got to mess him up. But if he's your guy, mm -hmm. if he's your boy. <laughs> don't do that to your boy. You don't want to do that. I yeah. wonder if, because uh, I feel like this story got a lot of traction. I feel like um, it got picked up it around did. the country. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, and I wish I asked Kyle about this during the season, if maybe he saw the wave more when he was at away stadiums <laughs> pitching. Like, hey, I just heard this story on NPR about how much this guy hates the wave. It's incredible. It's incredible to think that that's 
even possible because mm-hmm. it is actually possible. It's possible. <laughs> now I know this is, I regret not asking him now. Why did I not do this? All of the rest of the season I had right before me. I mean, cause it was picked up nationally on yeah. NPR and, um, um, it got a lot of response, uh, mostly positive just in terms of it just being a, a, a lighthearted story. Yeah. But it does make you wonder, like, did some guy in San Diego listen to it? <laughs> and we're just going to mess with Kyle Freeland now. It's, that's really funny to think about. We got to look at his splits from before that story <laughs> and after that story, because that's really going to tell us what happened. Now, where do you stand? You said that no one's really in between. Are you pro-wave? Or are you anti-wave? I am anti-wave. I I I, I just right I, I think that <laughs> it, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, you're sitting there trying to enjoy the game, and then like a bunch of people are waving their arms up and down, and everyone's like, woo, and couldn't care less what's going on on the field. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's times in yeah. which you've missed. As a fan, you pay good money to see your your team play or go see a game. Yeah. You know, there's times when. Um, you know, the wave will literally distract you from uh, uh, from seeing something that just happened on the field. Like you missed mm-hmm. a key moment <coughs> in the game. Yeah. Because everyone's standing up and, you know, yeah. and then we're all human beings. We're like dogs, basically. Like when we <laughs> see something happen, we look in that direction. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you see even though you hate the wave, you still kind of see where it goes. And is it yeah. a good wave or a bad wave? So even that taking taking away attention from the game, it is a distraction for everyone. Yeah, it, it really is, uh, and you know it's like, you know, I understand that base, baseball will never be on the same plane in terms of uh, capturing uh, Americans' attention every single play. Yeah, like football, mm-hmm. right? But it's still America's pastime. It's a beautiful game. Willie Mays played this game, mm-hmm. right? Could you imagine doing the wave while Willie Mays is at the plate? I feel like, well, like, think about all the people who are doing the wave now with, like, incredible generational talent. Like, people are doing the wave when Shohei Otani is playing. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. It's (laughs) happening right now. And there may literally never be another Otani. Yeah. Right? He's unreal. And so, so, so you really don't have many opportunities to see this guy and see what a guy like him uh, does. Um, you know, I guess just why, you know, I I don't understand if you're there with people, you have conversations with people and talk about the game, you talk Mm -hmm. about life, you talk about, you know, family and whatever. And then you, you know, you go to the concessions and grab a beer or a soft drink or whatever. It's like, what more of a diversion do you need? Do you need to do this extra thing? (laughs) You need another distraction from this distraction from your life. You are a grown adult. (laughs) Standing up going, woo. And <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't understand it. It's ridiculous. Um, Allie, Allie's producing for us today. Are you pro-wave or anti-wave? Anti. She's anti-wave. Are you just saying that because of because you're reading the room? No. Um, <laughs> I agreed with you in the sense of like when sports were taken away and it came back, it was kind of like, ah, oh, just let people be happy back in a an arena or a stadium or anything or a ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, but I personally do not do the wave. Yeah, you will. Yeah. So you won't participate. No, when it goes by, you won't. No. Good for you. I might put one arm up. Oh, okay. Half effort. <laughs> Half effort. <laughs> Half assing. And there's it. always the guy who starts it, right? How does a wave start? Like, <laughs> I, that is the one thing I always wonder. It's like, really, who has that charismatic power to start the wave in a stadium full of tens of thousands of people? And why is he not just like starting a cult instead? <laughs> I mean, 
It takes a lot for people to follow what one person does. Mm -hmm. And you really have to have a talent. Maybe that could be a good follow-up story. Like who starts the wave? Mm -hmm. How do you do it, right? Because most of the time when someone tries to start something, it fizzles out. Yeah. Every so often there's a really creative, witty person who starts a chant that gets everyone into it or mm -hmm. whatever. But the wave, it's usually a guy who is with one arm going like this, let's start the wave. And then the other arm, it's his beer, right? Yes, of course, as is customary. And it's probably the, the, probably the loudest guy in your section mm -hmm. who starts it. Yeah. So, I mean, what motivates them to do that? Is it just because they want that attention? Is it? And then what motivates people to look at that guy saying, mm -hmm. I'm going to do exactly what that guy's doing? Yeah. <laughs> because that has to happen. <laughs> it has to happen. And yeah. it usually starts off really slow, and then it's like a trickle, and then and then if a good wave happens. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, that even though I don't like it, if a really good wave is happening, it can look very cool. Yeah. But most, At a full stadium, yeah. when the Rockies are up by, like, 30. Go, have at it. Have <laughs> at it. Go for it. Go for Seriously, it. Seriously, have at it. But most of the time, they're not like that. Yeah. You know? It's usually like a few arms. Like you know. one section will be really solid yeah. and then it'll trickle through another section. It's just like, you know, like maybe what the libertarian candidate gets in an election <laughs> is basically how many people put up there. We've made it about politics, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's take another quick break to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook. The NBA season, you know it's heating up. And when I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. So check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, so much more. And the more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So download the app now, sign up with code DNVR, place any $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, now you, um, uh, let's, let's pivot a little bit. How often do you actually get to go to a game at Coors Field? I try to make it on weekdays a lot. I'm on the air on weekends. so mm -hmm. and, and plus, it's just a lot easier to find cheap tickets during the week, too. Yeah. Um, I, I love going to baseball games, Susie. Like, since, you know, I've, uh, I got sober in 2015. Mm -hmm. And what I used to do is I'd go to bars, right? And, yeah. and, and get loaded and, and, and that kind of stuff. And there was that camaraderie and ritual around going to bars, watching the Broncos or whatever, um, or the Monday night game or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like church. But then I got sober and it's like, well, how, how am I going to replace that camaraderie? Because yeah. I can't be hanging out in a bar all the time. No. Uh, even if I didn't have any urge to drink, who the hell wants to be sober around a million drunk people? That yeah, is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> It's so, not always fun. <laughs> but baseball games, it's it's especially Rockies, it's it's you take a friend or two there. It's 
there's plenty of opportunities for you to catch up with a friend, mm -hmm. talk about things, talk about what's going on on the field. You yeah. can't really do that at a football game or even a basketball game because it's so fast mm -hmm. and, and then the game goes by. Uh, you're just, you know, but baseball, there's those moments of in between innings or a you know, new pitcher comes in where you're just, you know, talking to your friend about his kid who just hit a home run at his little league game yeah. or how his work uh, work is going or whatever. So you've got that time to catch up. It's 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 really become my sports bar, so to speak, in yeah. which I can just go hang out with someone and watch an event and just talk. Also, Coors Field, we are so fortunate, even though the Rockies are struggling as an organization, but 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 Coors Field itself is such a beautiful ballpark. It is. It's a masterpiece. What they did, uh, whenever they built that back in 1995, um, there was so much wisdom mm -hmm. when they built that ballpark. Yeah, cause the, she, she's aging real well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You compare it to other ballparks that have been built since then, Coors Field still stands up to them and, and, and oftentimes mm -hmm. is, is better than them. Oh, for sure. And you would have thought. And, so, and it's really become like an ageless place. And a really cool place. And mm -hmm. when that sunset happens. Oh, sunsets are just elite at Coors Field. It is. So anytime someone's, you know, you know, there's always the folks who want to, you know, boycott the Rockies. I, yeah. I totally understand mm -hmm. where people are coming from, right? Because yeah. the Rockies have struggled. They've made some very bizarre at best moves, right? And so. You can only have your heart broken so many times. That's exactly right. So I understand if people want to send that message, mm -hmm. but I, I think I'd be robbing myself of an opportunity to spend time with people I really care about in a facility that is really at the top of its game mm -hmm. um, if I didn't go to these games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Coors, out. Coors Field is a beautiful place. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, do you have a go-to food and beverage combo at Coors Field? Uh, I love the lemonade. I, you know... Okay. I, I I'm not a snob, so I will eat what if I'm in the mood for a, for a, a couple of hot dogs, I'll absolutely do that. The, those big long ones. The, I love the big. The, <laughs> what I the pretzels are a little too salt. It's like that Seinfeld episode. Those pretzels are making me thirsty. Like they they put too much of that salt. Yeah. On the pretzels, so I'm like having to tear away the, the little pieces of uh, salt that goes yeah. on them. So I try and stay away from those. Uh, <laughs> licorice is a big thing. Uh, oh, and peanuts. There's okay. nothing better than sitting, which is amazing because it's not something you do at home. You're not sitting at home watching TV, throwing peanut shells no. all over your... But you can do that at a <laughs> ballpark. at a ballpark, and it's over. so fun. And then you get up to get a drink, and you're crushing peanut shells on the way there. Uh, it's, baseball's fun, yeah. If peanuts were banned from ballparks, would that ruin baseball for you? I think that would be really hard. It'd be hard? Yeah. Because um, actually, one of the Rockies affiliates, the uh, Hartford Yard Goats... Dunkin' Donuts Park, I don't know if they still have peanuts banned, for, but for at least one season, they were a peanut-free facility. Why? Because for, for kids with allergies. Allergies? Yeah. So, like, on one hand, it's like, oh, all these, like, kids got to go to a baseball game for the first time because their allergies were so severe that someone throwing peanut shells all over the place would have killed them. Hmm. I know. Is it that? I'm not a doctor. I, I, I mean, it can be that bad. It can be yeah. that bad. Even just the exposure. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I, I'm I'm in favor of not killing children. That's a good stance. I was trying I, to trap you into I, I, that's going to be into something that you didn't want to say. But when you, I run you for mayor of Denver, that's <laughs> going to be my slogan. I do I I don't believe in killing children. Uh, that is congratulations. Be beautiful. Vote Vic Vela. <laughs> Are you running for mayor? I might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone else is, you know, <laughs> good Lord. The ballot's going to be like, you know, those scrolls from like the <laughs> 1800s. And or like a CVS receipt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just like <laughs> the ballot is just going to be like, what is this? And you're going to be on there. I mean, there's like 20 plus. I mean, we could get 30 candidates. Yeah, it's too many because there's only one mayor. As far as I know, I'm very good at talking about politics, as you can see. And there's you only need <laughs> like when it's a crowded field, you really you don't need 50 percent of the vote. You just need a little sliver of mm -hmm. it to, to, to move on. And there's at least a few people who like me in this town. Yeah, so you're very likable. Get their votes. You still got that blue check mark on Twitter <laughs> at the time of this recording. <laughs> But then the problem is then I actually had, if I win, then I'm kind of screwed because then I actually had to do it. You, do you not think you could do it? Uh, being a mayor in a, in a town like Denver. Oh my gosh. That's no a pressure. Oh, no pressure. The, the, the issues that we're facing, I am more than happy to evade talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But would you, would, would the wave be part of your platform? The, <laughs> uh, you know, keeping kids safe from peanuts. Number one, <laughs> Uh, the uh, the wave is number two, banning yeah. the wave at Coors Field, and then I then then I'll get Kyle Freeland's endorsement. Mm -hmm. That would be huge. And then he's got pull. Then I could actually get elected. I think you could. You know, right? you could honestly, you could go, you could go to a bigger office because once you get so. Kyle Freeland's approval, you're going to get Machine Gun Kelly's approval. <laughs> And, and and they'll rally for me at, at mm -hmm. campaign rallies, and pretty soon we're looking at. You know uh, the 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 White House. Yeah. Yeah. I I see that. I see that for you. I do. I, I do too. I think. I, yeah. I think. I think. I think I'd be a good president. Yeah. I love it. Um, <laughs> do you think you'll do a follow up on the wave story this year? Now that we've we've gotten the juices flowing. What are we talking about? Now? <laughs> uh, yes, I think the wave is is very possible. I really would be fascinated to 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 talk to. The people who start the waves yeah. and, and getting that audio of them. Come on, everybody, let's do the wave. That might be kind of fun. It's a nice evergreen story. Mm -hmm. I, I love doing those evergreen stories. That I, The story that I wrote this summer could easily air next summer. Yeah. Um, of those things that get everybody talking. Um, you know, and also it's just important, Susie, like when I work for a news organization mm -hmm. where you're dealing with such heavy news day in and day out, to have those little little slices of life that people can, you know, make someone smile. Yeah. And literally, I was getting those messages on Twitter or in email saying, thank you for making me smile. When somebody reaches out and says, thank you for making me smile today. No one ever says that. That is rare. It's a what an incredible compliment. Yes. What, what a beautiful that thing too. for someone to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a beautiful thing for someone to do, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and I'm not okay. saying I'm all that or this story, but it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's like to, 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 to put out something that, that, that people really get a kick out of. Yeah. yeah. It's nice that it's in this like very chaotic world that has a lot of negativity. It's nice to be like, oh, I contributed something positive. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you were able to join me during this, you know, holiday adjacent time. Um, anything else you're working on? 
that you want to plug? Well, right now we're, we're working on uh, season four of Back from Broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, you know, a lot of podcasts don't make it to, to a fourth season. And so the fact that we've made it this far um, really speaks to the work that, that our audio innovations unit uh, at Colorado Public Radio, they're the group that puts together all the podcasts that you mm-hmm. hear. Um, it really speaks to their work because I couldn't do it without them. I always, I always say that I'm the host. I'm just the host with the drug habit, right? <laughs> <laughs> these are the guys who really do do the groundwork that make these episodes pop. Mm-hmm. And so we're, right now we're 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 doing interviews mm-hmm. uh, and that pre-production work kind of thing. Uh, we don't have a um, uh, a date. Uh, a release date of season four yet, but mm-hmm. it'll 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 likely be in the spring, just like it is has been the last few seasons. So cool. that's that's the big thing we're working on right now. Um, and you know, speaking of getting those emails and things like that, like Susie, I've I've been a journalist for more than twenty years, and you know, uh, and a lot of times you'll do something, you'll do a story that 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 people really appreciate, but and people will will uh, tell you that they appreciate, but. Mm-hmm. I've never had the, this kind of reception to anything I've ever done in journalism where people will li- uh, like a mother will email me and say, I, I know how to talk to my son or daughter better oh. about their addiction because of this show or this show m- motivated me to go, go to rehab. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that is like life changing stuff. And, and the fact that, they, that they're talking about our show like that is really special. And, um, you know, so yeah, I, I just, you know, there's so much negativity around things, as you said. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a lot of, when we talk about addiction, a lot of times it's through statistics, like, you know, X percent, you know, uh, overdoses rose X percent over last year, right? Mm -hmm. It's always these bad news numbers. Yeah. I'm just trying to put the faces of people who can say, you know what? Yes, it is tough, but we can recover from this. Yeah. There is hope people can get better. Yeah, I like that. You're doing amazing work. Thank you. And we appreciate it. Where can we follow you? You can follow me on my uh, uh, mayoral candidacy website, <laughs> uh, Vic for no, uh, <laughs> at Twitter. Twitter, as, for as long as Twitter's standing. Yes. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but it's at Vic Vela one on Twitter. Awesome. Yeah. I, I hope Twitter is still standing by the time we, uh, <laughs> we air this. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us this beautiful Christmas Eve Eve. Um, we, we're going to hang out with you again next week. We, we got more content. We have that Rockies content for you every single Monday through Friday. Um, remember, the bar here is closed um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. So we're going to give our uh, bar staff a much needed vacation. I love that for them. Um, And listen, we're going to do it all again next week. Um, You can follow all of our uh, all of our nonsense along at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. You can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Where can we find you? Uh, Yaid underscore Vasquez underscore, I believe. Okay, we believe. (laughs) I am horrible at social media. He has no idea. I ask him every show he produces and he still hasn't looked it up. I don't even know what my real name is at this point. <laughs> um, I love this. My Christmas wish for you is that you figure it out. 
uh, that's asking for too much. But I appreciate the uh, I appreciate you thinking about me. So way too much. Um, listen, Merry Christmas, guys. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, we will talk to you again next week. This is the longest goodbye ever. Um, and you know what they say about a show close. Tune in next week to see who survived. Yeah, tune in next week to see who survived. We will talk to you guys next week.